2: This morning Queensland opens to regional New South Wales, millions more allowed in but Sydney and Victoria still shut out. Johnny Depp's shame, the Hollywood star loses his libel case a judge ruling he was a wife beater. US election countdown, we're live to Pennsylvania where both candidates are rallying on the final day of the campaign. And Sydney COVID alert, the urgent health order issued for a restaurant in the city's southwest.
1: This Here's 7 News with Spears.
2: Good morning. Lengthy delays are expected at the Queensland-New South Wales border this morning, with millions more people now allowed to enter the Sunshine State. The border ban has been lifted to more than 3 million people throughout New South Wales, with the exception of 32 local government areas, including Greater Sydney. Anyone wishing to cross state lines still needs a border declaration pass, which they can get online. After losing the Queensland election, State Opposition Leader Deb Frecklington has now quit. On Saturday night, she declared she'd stay on as Liberal National Party leader, but yesterday that changed, with Ms Frecklington saying she needs time with her family. I am the leader, and I do take responsibility for the election loss. Gold Coast MP David Krissafulli is the early frontrunner to lead the Queensland LNP. Hollywood star Johnny Depp has lost his high-profile libel case against a British newspaper over an article which called him a wife-beater. The judge ruled the Sun newspaper's report on allegations that Depp was violent towards ex-wife Amber Heard were substantially true. He found 12 of the 14 alleged incidents of domestic violence had occurred. I think it was the the child of the 21st century Um, and it's quite astonishing that to such high-profile people went to these extremes, you know, with their claims. Um, And it's... it's, I, I don't think Johnny Depp expected to lose. I think he'll be incredibly shocked today. Depp's legal team say they will appeal the decision. In less than 24 hours, Americans will head to the polls to vote in the 2020 presidential election. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are today making a last-minute sweep of crucial states to win over as many votes as possible before tomorrow. Around 92 million ballots have already been cast in pre-voting. We'll cross live to the US for the latest shortly. The search is on for a new CEO of Australia Post following the resignation of Christine Holgate. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra this morning. Good morning, Taylor. It comes after public outrage over senior executives being gifted luxury watches.
3: That's right, Jody. Christine Holgate admitting she pushed the envelope too far in gifting four senior executives four Cartier watches worth almost $20,000. In a statement, Miss Holgate said, I deeply regret that a decision made two years ago has caused this much debate, and I appreciate the optics of the gifts. Do not pass the pub test for many. Her resignation comes as politicians and public servants face the prospect of their own inquiries with the government releasing plans for the Commonwealth Integrity Commission, but the legislation will see some corruption hearings, rather, held in private.
0: It's quite apparent that the Morrison government does not want to have proper investigation. It is the kind of integrity commission, unfortunately, that you get when you don't want to have a proper integrity commission. We
1: have to find the right
2: balance between preserving people's liberties and rights in the criminal justice system that have existed for hundreds of years and having an extremely powerful investigative body.
3: The watchdog will have more powers than a Royal Commission with the ability to conduct
2: surveillance, intercept phone calls and even arrest suspects. Jodie? Okay, Taylor, thank you. Actor Craig McLaughlin has told a court kissing between performers was commonplace in the industry as he defended himself against indecent assault charges. The 55-year-old tearfully claimed any inappropriate touching on stage during the Rocky Horror Show would have been accidental. He says he was subjected to sexual pranks backstage by some of his accusers. McLaughlin faces a total of 13 charges. He'll continue giving evidence tomorrow. NRL star Dylan Walker has been charged with assaulting two men on Sydney's northern beaches. Police say the Manly Sea Eagles player was aggressive at a takeaway shop while picking up pizza on Sunday night. Teammate Jake Trebojevic says he was shocked to hear of the incident. He's a really good guy, you know, he's, um, yeah, very out of character. Obviously, I hope it didn't happen and we've got him for next year. The charges come just 18 months after Walker faced court accused of assaulting his fiance. He was found not guilty. Contact tracers are racing to track down diners at a Sydney restaurant after staff failed to keep COVID records. New South Wales Health is urging anyone who attended Jasmine's One Lebanese restaurant in Liverpool during these times to get tested and isolate. A staff member at the venue has now tested positive to the virus after infectious customers were at the restaurant on Sunday, October 25. The owners are now facing fines for not taking down details. A distracted driver has narrowly avoided crashing into two volunteer firefighters at a roadblock in country South Australia. They jumped for their lives as she headed straight for them, only swerving at the last moment and hurtling into a paddock. Fortunately, no one was hurt. The barrier had been set up for police to investigate a fatal accident further down the road. Molotov cocktails have been thrown in an attempted arson attack on a home in Sydney's northwest. The house in Ermington was targeted shortly before 10 o'clock last night. One of the petrol bombs landed in a front panel of the home but was extinguished before the flames could spread. No injuries were reported. The rape trial of sidelined St George-Illawarra star Jack DeBellin is finally expected to begin today. The Dragons player and his co-accused Callan Sinclair both faced court yesterday as a jury was selected. The men are accused of sexually assaulting a woman inside a Wollongong apartment in December 2018. The trial is set down for three weeks. A teenager has been bitten by a shark while surfing at a popular beach on the New South Wales mid-north coast. The shark took hold of the 12-year-old boy at Town Beach in Port Macquarie. He was treated for bite wounds to his foot, upper leg and a finger and has already been released from hospital.
3: It's reported that he tried to, to punch the shark off just like you hear in most cases and that's probably how he's received that minor bite to his finger.
2: The shark is thought to have been a wobbegong, a reef shark or a small bull shark. A woman who's lost her health, her job and her home has now become a victim of green slip insurance. She's been forced to surrender half a million dollars in compensation, exposing flaws in the system, which could ruin the life of any driver. Chris Reason has this special 7 News investigation.
1: Imagine sitting stationary in a traffic jam when a truck barrels in behind you at speed. Like this one. Shunted violently into the car in front, it's just like what happened to Tony Friend three years ago.
3: I didn't think I was going home. The pain was horrendous.
1: Almost killed, her car a write-off, smashed by a fully loaded semi on the Monero Highway, the driver apparently texting at the time. She struggles to return to the scene today. How's it feel being back here? Oh my God, dumb. Are, yeah. you, are you okay? Yeah, it's alright. I'm, I'm not
3: really, no.
1: The 42-year-old's injuries were life-changing. I haven't worked since the accident and I've been told by several
3: specialists I'm not going to work again.
1: She's got to sell her house, is in constant pain, can't sleep, play sport and most debilitating, nerve damage, total loss of bowel control from her gastroenterologist. She has got chronic pain, chronic incapacity, chronic diarrhoea, terrible post-traumatic stress syndrome. Her lawyer says she was never properly diagnosed or treated and her workers' comp and CTP insurers failed her. Tony didn't really know what was wrong with her. She didn't know how to fix it. It wound up in court. The judge ruling the accident had aggravated pre-existing medical problems.
3: I, I felt like I was on trial for murder. I was so badgered and bullied.
1: She was awarded $750,000, half a million of which went straight back to workers' comp, medical and legal bills, $250,000 left for what she says will be a lifetime of pain and missing wages. How'd that make you feel?
3: Insignificant.
1: From NRMA Insurance, we always try to resolve claims in the fairest way possible, revealing they'd offered to settle for 950000 Tony says she didn't have a care in the world as she sat here in the traffic that day. Family, career, future and health all looked bright, but everything was taken from her in an instant and she can't understand how the system won't help get it back. The accident has led to calls for medical cases to be heard by a judge and doctor to hold insurers to account.
0: They don't give a care about the patient whatsoever. All they're interested in is how much is going to save them? I guarantee you, Chris, that
3: I'm not the only person this has happened to,
1: and I won't be the last. Chris Reason, Seven News.
3: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50
2: The Reserve Bank is expected to announce another interest rate cut today. Most experts believe it will be a 0.15% drop, which would take the cash rate to an extraordinary new low of just 0.1. On a loan of $400,000, that would save mortgage holders $33 a month or $391 a year. Someone with a million dollar loan could save almost $1,000 a year. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is surging this morning. The Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FTSE rose and Germany's DAX climbed by 2%. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, so did Hong Kong's Hang Seng. And the All Lords and the ASX 200 finished the day slightly higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at US$1,893 an ounce. Oil is US$36 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying seventy point four dollars 4 around 74 Japanese yen and US$1.06 New Zealand. Today's running of the Melbourne Cup also marks a milestone for one of Australia's sporting greats. It's 90 years since Farlap won the Cup. The National Film and Sound Archive has released a multi-camera film of the historic 1930 run. It was Farlap's only Cup run. A gas explosion has destroyed a home in New York. The powerful blast was caught on security camera from a nearby property. A 63-year-old man inside the home was airlifted to hospital, suffering critical burns and smoke inhalation. Two firefighters were also injured as they tried to extinguish the blaze. Houses on either side of the explosion were badly damaged. A fire has broken out at a refugee camp in Greece. The blaze started in scrubland before quickly spreading to the site on the island of Samos. The camp was evacuated before the inferno took hold. Nobody was injured but 15 tents were destroyed. At least 17 people have been killed after this year's strongest typhoon slammed into the Philippines. The deadly storm brought widespread flooding and landslides, impacting more than 2 million people. Hundreds needed rescuing from their homes after they were stranded on rooftops. A major clean-up operation is now underway. A three-year-old girl has been rescued after 65 hours trapped under a collapsed building in Turkey. Dramatic video shows the moment the child was pulled from the rubble by emergency workers. She was buried alive with her mother and three siblings when a 6.9 magnitude earthquake struck on Friday. More than 79 people were killed and nearly 1,000 were injured in the disaster. And the final countdown is on to the 2020 US presidential election, with both Donald Trump and Joe Biden making their final pitches for votes today. US correspondent Tim Lester is live in Scranton, Pennsylvania, where the president will hold a rally later this morning. Tim, it's the final full day of campaigning.
0: And, Jody, it is a freezing day in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The town of Scranton, of course, known in this election campaign because Democrat challenger Joe Biden claims it as his birthplace in 1942, lived here until he was 10. Well, he'll be campaigning in Pennsylvania today, but so too President Donald Trump. He is due here to address this rally one hour from now, effectively thumbing his nose at the uh, Joe Biden birthright claim to Scranton Pennsylvania. This one of five rallies that President Trump will address on the final day of campaigning. He has already spoken in North Carolina.
1: This election comes down to a simple choice. Do you want to be ruled by the arrogant, corrupt, ruthless and selfless political class? Or do you want to be governed by the American people themselves?
0: From here, the president will also head on to Great Lakes states, Michigan and Wisconsin. Joe Biden, for his part, is campaigning in Ohio, then coming here to Pennsylvania. We expect to see Barack Obama today campaigning in Georgia and Florida. And if you map out those states of campaigning today, you pretty well have the swing states that both major parties expect to decide this election. Now, Jody, in 18 hours' time, The vote count will be on here.
2: OK, Tim Lester, thank you. And seven will bring you every moment as America decides, starting from 5am tomorrow and then rolling into special coverage straight after sunrise. The Melbourne Cup will be run in front of an empty Flemington for the first time in its 160-year history today. Irish stallion Tiger Moth is the favourite again after a late betting plunge, despite drawing the outside barrier. Prime Minister Scott Morrison picked Vow and Declare to win last year and is tipping the same horse to win back-to-back cups today. Storm winger Josh Adocar has denied he's agreed to join West ti- West's Tigers, but also played down claims he's staying in Melbourne next year. Adocar is in Blues camp ahead of tomorrow's State of Origin opener, and he says that's all he's focusing on at the moment.
3: Yeah, my managers told me that um, you know, just focus on what what's happening today, and that's um, that's been in the, this Origin side, and I'm not too really fussed um, what what the um, outside noise is going on.
2: Queensland say rookie winger Xavier Coates will play the series opener despite scans revealing a shoulder strain after injuring himself at training. Collingwood coach Nathan Buckley has shot down reports. He told Adam Trelaw senior players want him out of the club. Trelaw seems unlikely to be at the Pies next year, with the club looking to offload him to relieve salary cap stress. Ben Brown has told North Melbourne he wants to head down the road to the Demons after the club put him up for trade. And Fremantle Ford Jesse Hogan is set to join GWS. It'll be his third AFL club. It was a frantic finish in the Sheffield Shield match between New South Wales and Queensland, chasing 206 to win their clash. The Blues were cruising at three for 124. Then bulls-leggy Mitch Swepson took his second five-wicket haul of the match and panic set in.
0: There's going to be a run out. Nathan Lyon is going to be run out. Scores are still level. One wicket left.
2: Sean Abbott calmly dispatched Marnus Labuchain to avoid the third tie in S.H.I.E.L.D. history. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, low-pressure troughs and a front are generating rain and thunderstorms in WA, some intense mainly in the east and south. Onshore winds are bringing a few showers to Tasmania. Skies are clear elsewhere under a ridge of high pressure. Around the capitals today, it will be a mostly sunny day in Brisbane with a top of 27 degrees, Sydney 22 and mostly sunny, Canberra cloud clearing and 25, Melbourne mostly sunny and 30, mostly cloudy for Hobart, a top of 29 degrees, Adelaide sunshine and 34, Perth 22 and mostly sunny and a mostly sunny day and 35 degrees in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday, the 3rd of November.